0: Are the thefts that are targeting Seattle's first responders, namely the fire department, the police department, have they become a cost of doing business in Seattle? Hey, we've got to come out and put the fire out at your house. Some people might steal some stuff from our fire truck. That's literally what we've got going on here. Let's get into it. Let's talk about this. Here we go. (laughs) So ridiculous, right? Just like, ah, you guys are stealing some stuff from our fire truck. You guys are stealing the jaws of life from our fire truck. It's okay. You guys need that probably more than we do. I had my uh, catalytic converter stolen here uh, within the last week or so. had it in my truck. My truck was here. I was running stuff to Home Depot and back between my house. I left it here for a little while here at the office on Bell Red Road on Bellevue. And, uh, went out to start it up, actually walked here from my house, started it up. Oh, yeah. It sounded like a stock car with no muffler. <laughs> actually, it started, it sounded like a big block with no muffler because it is. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> what my girlfriend said to me is, well, maybe somebody needed your 1992 catalytic converter more than you do. Oh, cool. who needs that? I don't know. So annoying. So annoying. A, Seattle Fire Department crew was inside the Ballard Fred Meyer when a security guard rushed to warn them about people rummaging through their fire truck in the parking lot. The firefighters noted that the guard was shaking as he told them he had just been chased by a group of men after yelling at them in an attempt to interrupt the theft. By the time the crew got back to their ladder truck, the thieves had made off with a generator, two chainsaws, and two circular saws. And they're just just going ham. That's, That's a lot of stuff, right? I mean, that's a haul. In an email about the incident, a deputy chief noted that it appeared the thieves knew exactly which compartments to go to. This is not their first rodeo. This is not their first time of stealing from the Seattle Fire Department. That is so, it's so bad. It's so bad. When you steal from first responders, you should just, you should go straight to jail. But more importantly, you should go straight to hell. If you believe in that, that's right where you should go. Because that equipment is meant to save other lives. But no, no. Yeah. Seattle has made it a deal where, ah, if you steal stuff, we're not going to get worked up. You steal the jaws of life from Seattle fire department. It's okay. We've got more of those just to cost doing business, right? I mean. I understand what the individual in the Seattle Fire Department is saying when, hey, this is just part of what we got going on now. People jack our stuff. But that doesn't make it okay. And it doesn't make me feel any better about it, right? Just like, hey, Sean, somebody needed your catalytic converter more than you did. Who? I want to find him. I want to punch him right in the neck, (laughs) right? And drop him. (laughs) <laughs> this robbery is a disappointing occurrence that's been repeated three times in recent months an assistant chief wrote in an email about the thefts we are exploring options in going forward most important no one was hurt and we will pursue options in keeping our equipment secure don't wear that tight skirt something might bad happen to you shouldn't have to keep your equipment secure you shouldn't have to worry about what you're wearing right I mean, it's, it's just, it's that don't leave that package in the back of your car. It'll get jacked. Oh, you left the package. You are inviting crime to happen, right? You left the, you left your luggage in your car in San Francisco. What is wrong with you? If you're, uh. If you're Pamela Price, district attorney in San Francisco, you leave your company laptop, your your business laptop, meaning San Francisco laptop, in your $90,000 SUV security detail vehicle, and it gets broken into and your laptop gets jacked. Well, I guess they needed your laptop more than you did there, Pamela Price. In another fire department theft report obtained by Como News... Fire official remarked on the alarming trend of thieves stealing from fire engines and fire stations in Seattle. It's an unfortunate state that is apparently now the cost of doing business in this part of the city, the report states. If you, you, you're just rolling over and taking it. What about making this not a thing? What about that? I don't know. Yeah, that, that seems reasonable to me, doesn't it? Hey, crime? Yeah, we're a no-go here. Well, in reality... It's so true. This is now just a costume of business. If you're going to send out your fire trucks XYZ number of times on the 66th trip, by statistically speaking, you're going to get your this, you're going to get this, this, this jacked. That's just what's going to happen. That's what this report says. Earlier this month, Seattle police said thieves used a stolen hydraulic rescue tool known as the jaws of life. To pry open an ATM in West Seattle, investigators determined that the jaws of life had been stolen from another fire department in King County. When I read that, I was like, okay, that, all right. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. I didn't know that that, it, it, I didn't know that that's sometimes what was, you know, being used to open up a safe, mainly because I'm not a criminal. <laughs> Right. I just I don't have the criminal mentality for what it takes to be a, an outlaw in Seattle, right? But you've just every time I turn around there's something new going on. It's like, oh yeah, this is just this is just normal stuff. Now we've got clear, which is the new meth. You know, we had Trank Dope, we had you know, Xylazine, we, we got, you know, all, all this stuff going on. Oh, now they're putting fentanyl and marijuana and people are just dying left and right. I mean, you got you to gotta be on your toes with this criminality going on, right? You just, you just got to understand what you're doing. It's crazy how brazen they are as far as taking stuff from us. Seattle Fire Department Assistant Chief Chris Lombard told Como News, when we're responding, our focus is on you. The public, the person having their fire in their house, whatever it is, the person who called for help. 911, how can I help you? Yeah, my kitchen is on fire. We'll send help. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy carrying the hose in, he's getting his stuff jacked out of the, uh, the fire truck. When we have to start focusing, keeping one eye over our shoulder, looking around us to make sure that really distracts us, that really distracts us from being able to help people. absolutely in any job that you do if you can't focus on what you're doing and with the fire department and with the cops you know and medics they got to just be game on because otherwise stuff goes sideways and it's you're already in a critical environment right you just are See, hey somebody gonna be stealing uh, that generator lombard said thieves try to sell the stolen tools online for quick cash not shocked right get that next fix get that next 200 Fetty pills. Our crews will find within two or three days, there's our stuff posted on Craigslist or Offer Up. Lombard said. They won't even take the labels off. It will say Seattle. It will still say Seattle Fire on it. They just don't even bother. Do you steal this from Seattle Fire Department? Nope. Why does it say that? I don't know. want to buy it? It's pretty cheap. I mean, that's literally what you've got going on, Right. Joint Fire Training Center, Pilford. That's our next section. This is not going the right direction. This is not. You know what? You know what folks are going to say in the comments? This is what you voted in in Seattle. This is what you wanted. This is exactly what you wanted. And this is exactly what you get when you bring a bunch of knuckleheads in to run the city council. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So are you you happy with that response? Hey, yeah, all this money going out that you don't have because your budget is already upside down. Now you're buying new Jaws of Life. How much is a good set of Jaws of Life, by the way? I don't even know. If you've ever had to seen those things operate, you're like, oh, yeah, somebody, somebody's having a bad, bad day. The Seattle Fire Department's joint training facility on Myers Way, we're back to the training center being pilfered, facility on Myers Way in the Highland Park neighborhood has been a prime target for thefts this year. Records obtained by Como News show more than a dozen instances of theft involving department equipment and firefighters' personal vehicles. Uh, Anything is fair game, isn't it? Anything is fair game, including my 1992 Ford F350 catalytic converter. That baby was prime though. I mean, that was weighted down with 300,000 miles or whatever I have on that vehicle of, you know, stuff filtering into that catalytic converter. We've had cars stolen, we've had tires slashed, fuel tanks poked and drained. In February, a fire recruit returned to his personal truck in the parking lot to find his gas tank was drilled while he was at training. In April, someone stole a fire recruit's truck from the same parking lot. It's like, hey, those guys make okay money. Let's go steal their stuff. Well, let's just drain their tank. They don't, they don't need the gas. I mean, they, they just They just don't need the gas. The facility has extensive security measures, including fencing cameras and gates, but that hasn't deterred thieves who have eyes on fire department's equipment. Multiple times this year, facility crews have found the exterior fence was cut through to make entry into the training center. In May, crews were repairing a vehicle gate when a man drove onto the property and stole saws that were 15 feet away from a fire crew that was training and then sped out of the property. Just came in, loaded up, booked it out. I mean, just so brazen. And, and they they can afford to be brazen because even if they get busted, we're not really doing anything about that kind of thing. Well, that's probably just a misdemeanor. It's okay. We don't want to be racist and put you in jail. I mean, we can't have that. So therefore, uh, this is just the cost of doing business in Seattle. Yeah, taxpayers have to pay millions and millions of dollars for just ridiculousness. One of the big things in Seattle right now and in a lot of cities across the United States is the inability to recruit police officers. And so budgets are just getting, just getting out of control because you're having to pay massive amounts of overtime. And then when you don't have overtime to pay to the police officers, you don't have enough cops, period. So you've got these, you know, catch 22 things. And even if you did have a whole bunch of money, I'm not convinced that people are just going to line up for those $75,000 signing bonuses, which it looks like are going to become more prevalent. 75K, be a cop. Is that enough to turn, you know, turn you from no to eh, maybe, maybe it is. We'll just have to see, right? For months. A large homeless encampment took root in the woods across from the fire training center. Firefighters reported one morning they found wood from the training center had been stolen and used to build structures inside the encampment. Why not? I mean, why Why wouldn't they, is the question. One of my uh, podcasts yesterday was on, there's a park, got I-5 running north and south, goes all the way from Canada down to California and further and you got I 90, which is one of our main east, west freeways. And at the intersection, there's a park. It's like a big, huge dog park. It's a big park. It's acres and acres and acres of park. But a homeless, whacked out, crazy dude, he hijacked and stole a excavator. You know, it's got the front fork and you just dig out all kinds, you dig out anything you want, right? It's, it's an excavator. It's a big rig. Well, he drove it into the park and then he started excavating for the future building platform, future building site of his cabin that he was building in the public park. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's public land. He at one time, maybe he had a job and he feels like maybe his some of his tax money should come back to him and the ability to do a little excavation in a park and you know, just start building this cabin. He had, <laughs> he had brought in wood pallets and he was going to use that for some of the foundation work. I mean, yeah, you know, if you can get away with it and build it. Okay. But with an excavator, that's kind of really, really pushing the envelope. Don't you think? Yeah. Guy's crazy, right? Guy's crazy. Any Anybody, anybody that, you know, does this kind of stuff? They belong in jail or a mental institution or detox, whatever. Get them off the streets. You know what I mean? It's just, just nutty for, um, so what is happening in Seattle is a familiar story to Robert Miller, a physical security consultant with Imperial Professional Consulting Services in Detroit. Their priority is to save lives and protect property. And here they're having the lives affected and their property stolen. Because nobody gives a crap about anybody else. It's all about me, me, me. How am I going to get my drugs? How am I going to get my next money for whatever without working legit? Because a lot of these folks that are doing this criminality, they're just career criminals. They're gang members and they're career criminals. They belong in jail. But because we're not putting anybody in jail for anything, they just roam around the community. Ah, another fire truck? Sweet. Miller said, most thefts from firefighters are crimes of opportunity when fire crews have their attention on an emergency or when a fire station is empty while crews are all on a call. We're going to have to have security at fire stations. You're going to have to have security like the utility companies do down in LA or San Francisco. You're running a big you know, excavator and you're digging out holes for utility lines. You're going to have to have somebody just basically watching the job site because you're gonna get jacked. Is that what it's come to? Kind yeah, of seems like it, right? I couldn't tell you when my local fire station is empty, not because I hear the fire truck, but because a hundred people tell you about it on Facebook. He said, when you have those people who are the opportunists, who are looking for those petty thefts, it's just really quick. I could tell you when my local fire station is empty, not because I hear the fire truck, but because a hundred people tell you about it on Facebook. He said, when you have those people who are the opportunists, who are looking for those petty thefts, it's just really quick. They know, all right, they're gone. What's happening? What's the fire call? Let's go in and rob from the fire station. Pretty quick, right? Miller said environmental designs of fire stations can deter thefts. Again, we're going back to, you know, are you inviting crime by just having stuff sit in your fire house? Absolutely not. That's where it's supposed to be, right? That's where it's supposed to stay. So this whole idea of, wow, you need to deter from this. Now you need to throw some people in jail. you need to throw some people in prison. Throw away the key. Don't care. Get them off the street. I don't care about their rehab. I just care about getting them off the street. Now, that's not very... That's not very nice, Sean. I don't care, right? I I just, I don't give a rip at this point. It's like ridiculous. Well, I just need to have compassion for those who are less fortunate that just run around all day stealing stuff. No, I don't. So Miller said environmental designs of fire stations can deter theft, such as access points, self-closing doors, fencing, locks, cameras, and protecting parking areas. But he also said things like parks or playgrounds near the fire stations can act as a deterrent. Involve the community with those decisions, Miller said. Get it to where the people who live across the street from the fire station can look out for it. Here's the thing. They shouldn't have to. It should be safe there. People should have respect for the fire station, but they don't have respect for anything. And here's where, here we are. And we've got politicians in place that just say, eh, it's okay. You know, socialism works for those who don't. Hey, it works great. You're not working? Hey, go out and rob. You're going to be fine. You're going to make it. And even if you get busted, you're not going to do much time. Misdemeanor. Yeah, Just give you a fine. We won't even... We don't even require bail of you. Just promise that you'll show up to your next court hearing, right? Lombard has been with the Seattle fire for nearly three decades and said he's never seen the level of theft and vandalism the department has experienced in the last year. They are stealing from our ability to help people, Lombard said. He added the department is adapting by training firefighters to be more vigilant while at the scene of emergencies and leaving firefighters behind to watch over the fire station when calls allow for it. man. I mean, you need people to be able to go out in those runs, right? Because that's the very essence of it. All right, Jimmy, you got firehouse duty now. You got to stay behind. Gosh, darn it. I've done it the last three times. I know I'm low little man on the totem pole, but when are you going to let me run the hose? Whatever it is that they do. The city's historic police staffing crisis is impacting firefighters because they have to handle some incidents on their own where they may have previously had help from the police officers. Not having enough police definitely impacts us as well, Lombard said. He added the new fire engines and station upgrades will improve security over time. Meantime, stuff is just getting jacked at record levels. I mean, this is some crazy stuff. This is not reasonable. And this is happening all over. Because in these areas where it's happening all over, Residents of elected officials who have said, nope, not a crime, not a crime, not a... Oh, yeah, defund the police. Two thumbs up with that. Let's run with that. and We'll just see how that goes. Where was I reading? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chicago Mayor, let's go Brandon Johnson. He is very concerned that the black population in his community, they are getting too many parking tickets. So he has told... Parking officials fewer parking tickets for the black community within the Chicago area can't have that. It's just you guys are handing out too many parking tickets, need to work on these numbers. These numbers are not good. Instead of really going after true issues, which is hey, Brandon, let's go, Brandon. Uh, How many shootings have you had this month? How many shootings did you have and murders did you have in October? Uh, That many, yeah relatively comparing that to parking tickets. And you're talking about parking tickets. Okay. Well, maybe people just, you know, parking wherever they want to in Chicago and they're getting a ticket. I don't know. That could be a thing. Plus, you know, when a car is vacant and that's when you typically ticket it, how do you know who owns it? I don't think you do. Right. The whole concept is just, we're doing what? Yeah. Yeah stealing stuff. They're stealing the jaws of life from the fire trucks. I mean, I, I started following these, you know, storylines a few years ago as I'm reading these stories for you. So I've had to work my way into a lot of this crazy knowledge and stealing from fire departments, stealing from fire trucks. That should be a straight up felony. Go straight to jail for 10 years. Because you're impacting other the ability to provide safety measures for people. Somebody's house catches on fire. Somebody gets in a bad, bad wreck, and you've stolen the Jaws of Life, and the Jaws of Life are with that other crew way over on the other side of the the uh, city. I mean, I, it, this is just some just some nutty stuff. So, what's the uh, what's the city to do? What's Seattle supposed to do? Make that vote count. If you're a Seattle resident and you're tired of this nonsense, tired of your stuff being stolen that you pay for with your tax dollars, you need to rethink through who you've elected. Like Shama Sawant, get her the F out of here. Now, she's done that on her own, but these other knuckleheads that are in there, you know, that are all these social justice warriors, how's that working out? Maybe you're just happy with the status quo. Maybe you're okay with, you know, your house catches on fire and, you know. Fire department doesn't necessarily have the right equipment to do what they need to at your resident. Maybe you're okay with that because, you know, somebody else needed to trade in that generator to, you know, get 300 bucks worth of fentanyl pills that they'll eventually end up overdosing on. Maybe, maybe you're okay with that narrative. If you are, keep voting the way you are. Kind of like Chicago voted in for Let's Go Brandon Johnson. And then they're all sitting around with their, you know, finger up their nose going, why, why are the crime statistics still just shooting through the roof? This is, this is unbelievable. We, we can't, we can't have, I mean, we just got shootings left and right. Get what you pay for, right? Seattle, you're getting what you pay for. Out of control crime. Seattle's got, uh, we've got a shot at really setting a record for homicides this year. I mean, doing some damage really getting in there and you know putting up some numbers that it's gonna take years to come close to that kind of thing it's crazy you're just like okay yeah we need to we need to start doing something about this uh, don't worry about it Sean I mean, big city big city crime okay all right is that uh, do Republican cities are they getting their jaws of life ripped off? I don't read any of those stories. I'm not seeing that. huh interesting. Anyway, don't worry about that. I mean, that that's just a whole, that's a side story. That's it for me on this one. I think we've beaten the jaws of life to death. But um, I mean, <laughs> when you are literally stealing from the fire department, that's when you know things are like, nah, the scales of justice here are not balanced at all. And they're not. And we're just letting criminals run around, do their thing. And we're just like, ah, yeah, it's cost of doing business. Well, it shouldn't be. That's the point. That's the point. All right. I will see you on the next one. Thanks so much for being here. We'll catch up soon. Bye for now.